Hello everyone and welcome to this very special episode of an Ingenious You Mini. Today's guest is David J. Staley, Associate Professor in the Departments of History, Design and Educational Studies at The Ohio State University. A well-known historian and futurist, David is the author of several books and serves as an honorary faculty fellow at the Center for Higher Ed Leadership and Innovative Practice at Baypath University. David, we are thrilled to have you presenting our April 26th Leading Edge Thinking in Higher Education webinar, the title of which is Steep Futures for Higher Education. This sounds like a play on words to me. Can you say more about the title and what you mean by steep futures? Sure. So uh, STEEP is an acronym that uh, futurists use to help organize all the trends that they are examining. So STEEP stands for Society, Technology, Economics, Environment, and Politics, or in the examples I use, geopolitics. So what I'll be doing on the 26th is exploring a number of these trends across steep futures and looking in particular about their effects on higher education. You refer to yourself as both a futurist and a historian, and at first glance, those things seem as if they would be in conflict. How does this inform the work that you do? So I get that question rather a lot. So um, one argument I make is that anytime I'm asked to talk about the future or anytime I'm asked to to make a presentation. Um, I, what I argue is that oftentimes what people are asking when they say, you know, tell us about the future of higher education or tell us about the future of this or that. What they're actually saying is they want to know what the future state of some system is going to be. This is the way I, I, I structure most of, my, most of my futuring work that we're really talking about the future behavior of complex systems. And so how do I tie that to history? Well, uh, having done this for a while, I guess one of the things I argue is that as an historian, one of the things that I do is study the past behavior of complex systems. And so essentially the techniques that I use to study the past are the same or similar ones that I use to think about the future. Both involve studying the ways in which complex systems behave. You have recently released a new book, Knowledge Towns, Colleges and Universities as Talent Magnets. Congratulations. Can you give us a high-level description of this book and why we might want to read it? Oh, yes, absolutely. And thank you for asking about the book. Uh, so my co-author and I, Dominic Endicott, we, we make the argument or we make the observation that especially in a post-pandemic world, and as much as we can talk about being post-pandemic, um, knowledge workers have discovered uh, remote work and that not just simply can they work remotely, can they work outside an office, but remote work means that they can, well, literally work any place, at least any place that has a you know, good broadband internet connection. And so as a result, uh, many knowledge workers are discovering that they can move or live in a place that they want to be in. And so part of what we're talking about in this book is that this is an opportunity for a lot of places, not just simply in big cities, but in small towns or secondary cities or even rural areas 
to attract knowledge workers and they can be attracted to a place, well, for a number of reasons, closer to family, more affordable housing, better quality of life. Uh, for all these reasons, small towns, secondary cities can adopt what we call a talent magnet strategy to attract talent to live permanently uh, in their areas. One of the things that we think makes a place attractive is the location of a college or a university, some sort of academic institution. We see this as a draw, as an amenity uh, that can that can attract knowledge workers to a place. And so the book is, uh, on the one hand, it's a, it's a strategy for locations to develop a talent magnet strategy. But centrally, it's the role that colleges and universities can play as anchor institutions in their areas to, to lead a talent magnet strategy. David, your upcoming webinar sounds very timely, especially as we are now moving out of the immediate pandemic crisis. What will participants take away from the information that you plan to share? And why should someone consider attending? I think the biggest thing is to, uh, well, is to think like a futurist. In other words, to, to consider, to think about uh, what are the trends that are currently impacting our society, uh, and then to look specifically at the ways that that will impact higher education. I think in as much as we, we, we talk about trends in higher education, we tend to be very, very focused within our industry. And that's, that, that, that's a fine way to go. I think what I wanna do in, um, in the webinar is to extend our lens out more broadly, to look, to look beyond the higher education space and to look at what are the broad trends that can nevertheless have an impact on those of us in higher education. Thanks again to David for this sneak peek overview of our April 26th Leading Edge Thinking virtual webinar scheduled for 12 o'clock noon Eastern time. You can find the registration link along with David's full bio in this episode show notes. That's all for now. Enjoy these early days of spring and stay well.